on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Final score in this one, Utah State gets the W71 to 59 as the Aggies get themselves a huge victory and improve to uh, 20, 21 and seven on the season. But more importantly, you look at the winning streak, Utah State is on four in a row and um, six out of their last seven. And if you want to go back a little bit, you want to see exactly what uh, Utah State has been able to do. It's been pretty impressive to see just how good this team has been down the stretch in games. They get Colorado State on the road. They get Fresno State on the road. And now, overall, on the road, they improved to 4-5 and five on the season, but uh, 500 on the season on the road. It's been an impressive run by Utah State, holding teams under their scoring average. Uh, Fresno came into the night averaging 69 points a game, and the Aggies held them 10 points under their season average, much like they've done more often than not time and time and time again. All right, so for Utah State, they get a huge performance from Sam Merrill, who ends up on the night with 24 points. Justin Bede was great with 15. Diogo Brito with 10. And uh, we're going to talk to Diogo coming up a little bit later on because there is a number that uh, is pretty impressive. According to um, our guy Kyle Cottom, Utah State is 28-0 in the career of Diogo Brito when he scores 10 points or more. When he gets double digits, it's been a victory 28 times. It's pretty remarkable. So Utah State gets the 12-point victory. And now, again, solidifying themselves or trying to solidify themselves as the number two team in the Mountain West Conference. And uh, that's going to be critical coming down the stretch to make sure you kind of hold on to that two spot. Next two games, and again, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here, but the next two games are going to be against teams that Utah State is going to be heavered, uh, favored heavily against with Wyoming and San Jose State and then uh, New Mexico to end the season. That's going to be a little bit more of a tougher game, but New Mexico has really had some struggles down the stretch. So it's about as key of a three-game, uh, about as, I don't want you know, it's about as good of a three-game stretch as you can if you're worried about uh, wins and you want to stockpile as many of those as possible. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. This is Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, Utah State gets the victory 71-59. Take a quick break, come back, and uh, start to hear from the uh, players and coaches in this one. Aggie gets, Aggies get the W tonight. Again, 71-59 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, 71-59, Utah State now gets their 10th win in conference play. And now sit at uh, 21 and seven on the season. And uh, Utah State is now in a situation where they're feeling really, really good 
um, coming down the stretch. As we mentioned, kind of look at these next three games for Utah State. Wyoming on the 19th, San Jose State on the 25th, and uh, at New Mexico coming up on the 29th. And those two home games, by the way, I know maybe the level of competition may not be what you would want it to be if you're a diehard Aggie fan. However, that's an opportunity for you to really celebrate the careers of a lot of great Aggie players. Diogo Brito, one of them. Uh, but uh, you also look at uh, uh, Sam Merrill, who's uh, playing his final two home games in his career at Utah State. And you want an opportunity to uh, let him ride off into the sunset. That's a great opportunity to do it. So uh, get your tickets. Go to utahstateaggies.com. That's utahstateaggies.com. And enjoy uh, some two big home games coming up for the Aggies to close out the season. And then they'll be on the road taking on um, New Mexico to wrap up the season. All right, let's go through some stats here. Uh, Utah State shot 44% from the field, held Fresno State to 38%. Aggies shot 41% from three. That might be their best three-point shooting on the season. Aggies have not been good for three this year, but, boy, they hit some big ones down the stretch, including Diogo Brito hit a big baseline three they really needed to have, 36% for Fresno State. Aggies uh, good from the free-throw line once again tonight. They were 10 of 14. Fresno State was 7 of 13. That's a number that they're going to look at. Utah State turned it over 11 times. Fresno 9. Um, the Aggies uh, still, though, pretty even with Fresno in points off of turnovers. Fresno had 10, and Utah State had 9. Rebounds tonight. Utah State out-rebounded Fresno by 15, 44-29, including 13-6 on the offensive rebounds. And Utah State turned those offensive rebounds into 17 points on second-chance opportunities. Uh, defensive rebounding, Utah State got a 31-23 advantage. Utah State outscoring Fresno on the bench 20-14 and also in the paint 22-12. And Utah State dished out 14 assists on their uh, 26 made field goals. It's not a great ratio, but one thing that I think will kind of put that, uh, uh, kind of skew that a little bit is the offensive putbacks. You know, you're not going to get an assist on an offensive putback, and I think uh, you're okay with that considering you had 17 second-chance points in this game. Uh, Sam Merrill leading the way with 24 points, four rebounds, and four assists. Uh, Abel Porter scoreless, only played 10 minutes in this game, did not play in the second half. Normally he starts the second half, uh, did not go. He was 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. We'll uh, talk to Craig Smith about that and see if he gives an update. Brock Miller um, had a rough night shooting, had five points, 2 of 10, 1 of 7, although he hit a big one, uh, is only 3, came early in the second half, also had two rebounds. Uh, Namiyash Keita had seven points, nine rebounds, and uh, also uh, did a good job staying in the game, too, when he got some late fouls, but uh, avoided getting himself into foul trouble. Justin Bean with 15 points and 11 rebounds. Mr. Double-Double did it again tonight uh, with 15 and 11, also dished out an assist in this game. And Sean Bearstow, I thought, played some good minutes. He played 20 minutes. They needed him a little bit more with Abel Porter not out on the court. Uh, he played 20 minutes, had five points, uh, three rebounds, three assists, did not turn the ball over, uh, was two of four from the field and got some good dunks, uh, two back-to-back -back dunks, which really uh, pretty much for all intents and purposes kind of ended the game. Alfonso Anderson played uh, six minutes in this game. He had five points and uh, one rebound in this game, and Diogo Brito with ten points. And as we mentioned, the Aggies in the career of Diogo Brito are 28-0. and 0. When Diogo goes double digits, and we'll, we'll chat with Diogo coming up here on the postgame show. 
Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Take another break, come back, and uh, start to hear some of the interviews straight ahead right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Another, uh, another key number in this game tonight, congrats to Craig Smith on career win number 200. Big number to hit. That's not something I'm sure he takes lightly, but to get to 200 on a career is a, uh, is a heck of a number for a coach who uh, hasn't needed a lot of years to get to 200 either. And so congratulations goes out to him and his staff and, and all the players that have played with him from uh, – from uh, South Dakota to uh, Utah State to get 200 wins. That's, uh, that's, that's no joke right there, and that's a huge number for him to hit, and uh, congratulations to him as he uh, gets win number 200 on his uh, young, young career. All right, going through some of the other stats in this game, uh, we haven't had a chance to look at uh, Fresno. Uh, Fresno State in this one led in scoring with Blackwell, who had 13. He went three of eight from three. Uh, but went three of five in the second half from beyond the three-point line. Uh, five eleven from the field overall. Grimes had eleven points, and it was funny. All you know, nine of his eleven came from the three-point line. He ends up with a double-double tonight. But uh, to be able to force him to take his shots and get nine out of his eleven from beyond the three-point line, pretty good defense night in the post. He's held Grimes to eleven, and he averages twelve a game, so he's about on his average. But that's not the way he usually gets to that uh, to that number. And then you look at uh, Robinson, who had been averaging 13 points a game. You held him to seven points on two of eight shooting, and even he needed to make a three. So only four points for Robinson came from two, and only two of Grimes came from two in the paint. So uh, it's a pretty impressive number there. And again, Namiyash Keita statistically may not have had one of his better nights, but you can see the impact he makes on those guys defensively. So that's a huge number as uh, Utah State ends up getting a big W. Williams with eight on the night tonight. Hyder ends up with six. Hart with nine, and Utah State did a good job of trying to keep him under control because he's been fantastic as of late. And then Holland hit a three in the first half. That's the only points from him. Magoo had a bucket. Uh, overall, there were, um, guess what, no lead changes. This was a uh, this was a wire-to-wire finish for Utah State ending up getting a uh, huge win. And it was funny, you know, as we've talked about this, you know, a few times here on the postgame and actually throughout the broadcast as well, where the Aggies needed every little thing to go their way down the stretch, or not every little thing to go their way. They had, you know, you had plenty of opportunities for Fresno State to come back in this game, and it seemed like time and time again he kept, you know, Fresno would make a run, Utah State would answer, Fresno State would make another run, Utah State would answer. And, and again, the Aggies just found ways to get the W on this one tonight and improve to, uh, again, 21-7 and seven on the season. Diogo Brito, kind enough to join us uh, as – here's a number for you, Diogo. You ready for this? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. You know, 28-0? No? 28, yeah. The, I didn't know it was 28, but I knew it was close to that. How about 28-0 no when you get double figures? So when you got that last bucket, it's like, you know, why even play the last few minutes? It's pretty much over at this point. To be honest, I, I actually thought I, I had seven points. Oh, really? I forgot about one of the one of the two-pointers. Yeah. So I didn't actually – know I had I had 10 to be awesome. honest yeah <laughs> so I want to there, there's a couple things I want to walk you through here because I thought you were fantastic tonight defensively Thank but you. offensively uh you hit a big three there mm-hmm. uh on the baseline and it was Fresno just kept making runs at you guys and every time you would respond but I thought that three was one of the biggest buckets of the game 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a road game, you know. It, we know they're they're always gonna. You you can never run away from a team on the yeah. road. It's really hard to do, and and we just have to stay with it. You know, the beginning of the second half did did not go our way in in any shape or form. But I think the team the team really really showed some some toughness of, yeah. of toughness of staying in the game. You know, like just trusting trusting each other. And we knew that that if we if we just kept playing our game and just kept doing the right thing, eventually the game would come would come our way. And like I said, that that three in the corner, I I shot it with confidence, man. It went in. I wasn't the only one that made threes. The Justin Bean had some big threes as well. I know, right? Yeah, we we, we actually shot it pretty good today. Today, nine for twenty-two, better than what we've been shooting. Yeah, that's forty-one percent. I think that mm -hmm. might be your best three-point shooting percentage on the yeah. uh, in, in the game on a season. But you know, you know, Bean hits a couple early on. Sam does his thing. Alfonso made one. Big Alfonso one hit a yep, big yep, one yep, right there yep, on yep, the yep, wing yep. too. And so that was good to see these guys uh, come out and really shoot it well because. You know, Fresno State, they just kept getting hot. And I love what you said. You know, look, it's a road game. You know these guys are going to make runs. Mm -hmm. But you guys kept your composure. Is that just kind of the experience of, of this team? And Because you guys know that, hey, they're going to throw some stuff at us. We'll still be okay. Obviously. And we know they're a terrific sh three-point shooting team. They, yeah. they they put up 33 three-point shots. And they're going to throw the haymakers. You know, they, yeah. they have they have some athletic players. They they can shoot the three. So we just got to stay the course, like Coach coach always says and we went a little zone and it worked out for a little bit but eventually they hit another couple threes and then we come out and that's when I think we made our run so it's like I said we we just got to stay stay with it even even though they came they came close I don't think they ever took the lead no. they never took the lead exactly. at no point tonight did they lead the game I mean it was a wire exactly wire. exactly yeah. mm -hmm. um, uh, how much confidence do you guys have right now a lot, like you're a, lot. With a lot I think yeah. I, I honestly believe the team is very confident right now we we are how do you say? I think we found ourselves. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. we we we're playing much better than what we were. I don't know a month ago or whatever. And I and that's I mean after four years, that's something that I've noticed. That that's that's really what matters. You know, like it's it's how you finish those those last few 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 weeks, few months, uh, last month or two of the of the of the season. The teams that that they can figure it out. The teams that can they can find themselves and just keep improving once once the closer you get to the tournament keep improving and we're in a good role man we, we i think we're 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 a hot team right now and we, we're really confident for for what's coming up you know you rebounded well against this team tonight mm -hmm. but this seemed like it was a real hard team to rebound against because oh, they just yes, crash yes, 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 yes. and deflect and and they, make all kinds of problems down there. obviously they're super athletic you know nate grimes orlando yeah. orlando um, robinson robinson you know and even their wings they're very athletic so you always got to make sure you, you you're crashing you you're boxing out and, and look for the ball because those guys they're they're not only big they're athletic and and they go after the ball so yeah rebounding coach said uh, coach said it was one of the big keys of our game it was rebounding i know i know some guys you know we're a little under the weather tonight abel didn't play in the second half uh i think a, a little issue with his with his stomach or yeah something. Mm -hmm. uh I, you need to go talk to uh, brandon about the food i guess i don't know <laughs> but, uh, but uh i uh, i think that uh when you get your you know lineups kind of you know mixed up a little bit like that mm -hmm. You guys still handled that really well. Obviously, and we got to give credit to to Sean Berstow who, oh, came, yeah. who, who, who he played. Let me see, twenty minutes. He played twenty minutes, and he, he played terrific yeah. defensively. He was he was doing his job offensively. He got two two huge dunks, you know, like, and 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 we trust Sean, you know, if. He hasn't been playing a lot the last few games, but he came out. He played 20 minutes and he played really aggressive, and that's what you need out of him. That's why we need guys like, like everybody on the team that come in and make sure they they're ready to play and they're ready to contribute. I know you got you got a few games left, but mm 
uh, just from my perspective, and I'm around you guys a little bit, mm-hmm. you got a little bit of that swagger that you had at the end yeah, of last year. We're getting too. it back. I yeah. believe. I, I, I can see. I that's something that I, I remember telling you in the locker room. Let's let's go out with some swagger. Not today. It was it was a few games ago. Let's get that swagger back. You know, let's let's play with confidence. We, we're a good team. We know we're good. Yeah. Let's let's execute the game plan and and like I said, like we're gonna win a lot of games. Oh mm-hmm. man. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. You fought your butt off on this one. Yes, we did. (laughs) Final in this one, 71-59. We'll hear from Craig Smith coming up next. Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, Utah State gets the W, 71-59. Aggies get their 21st win of the season. You know what? Yeah, we'll do better. There we go. Uh... I love coming to talk to you almost all the time, but especially after road dubs. After road dubs, it's got a little extra something to it, doesn't it? It does. Uh, That one, uh, you know, it's funny. You know, not every game kind of takes on a weird life of its own, and this one had kind of a weird vibe to it. I know that there was some guys that weren't uh, 100% healthy out there, and and, uh, you still find a way to gut out a huge, huge road victory when they're throwing haymakers in the second half. Honestly, it went like I I, – it was – I just felt like it was going to be this kind of a game, and certainly we got off to a great start, up twenty-two to nine, and we were really flowing, yeah. and had a great rhythm to us, and we were making some plays, and and then we got almost dysfunctional on offense, and I don't think it was like selfish on purpose or anything like that, but we got really sticky with the ball, we stopped our reversing the ball, we stopped getting it inside, uh, and we missed some wide open ones too. You know, they were bringing doubles to Nimi. And he, he did a good job of kicking that thing out. We missed some wide-open shots. Um, and sometimes that happens in basketball. But um, these guys are a talented team. And I know, like we said on the pregame, you look at the record, and I get it. But I'm just telling you, you, you watch all their – you look at their scores. There's so many games that they've been ahead and ahead by a lot, and then they just haven't been able to finish. And yeah. sometimes that's youth. But you play on the road, and it was dead in here for a long time. And then they made their run, and it got lively. I thought a big st- – and there's a couple of huge stretches. I thought we we kind of were limping into halftime, and then we called the timeout, use it or lose it, and we go in on a 5-0 run yeah. to really seize momentum going into the half to go up by eight. Uh, I forget. I think we ran a play for Nimi. He got the two. Ran a play at the end. Sam drills the three to go up eight. Because it kind of felt like the end of the Air Force game. Yeah, very. You know, you know, and so that's where I had a little concern. And to push it back to eight, you're like, okay. Yes. Feels pretty good. And and then and then obviously we really finished the game well. Um, six out of eight stops um, to finish the to finish the game. And then you know we had some tough decisions. Um, you know, Abel. Uh, well, Fonz has been really really sick. Hasn't practiced the last two days. And some, you know, that's a hard thing. Do you play a guy that hasn't, hasn't even been around the team um, because it's been that bad? And so he doesn't go through the walkthroughs, the shoot-arounds, the, the uh, he went through shoot-around today, but um, any of the lives, none of that. Yeah. And, but I thought he played well. He only played six minutes, but he did a pretty good job. And then, you know, Porter was gotten sicker in the dog right before the game. We don't know if it's food poisoning, if it's a flu, but not to gross anyone out, but vomiting, all that. And he clearly wasn't himself that first half. And um, and so we just decided not to play him the second half. Yeah. Um, and and but man, Sean Berso was big time tonight. We you know I thought he had some really good minutes, and then we made a decision where we put him in the last right before that last media timeout. And what a great play here on that long rebound. It was kind of a scrum, and he forget he's six seven. Yeah. And he's the dunk champion. And him and um. Him and Justin Bean have our highest verticals on our team. So he went up and got fouled, makes his free throws on a one-and-one, and 
and then obviously he gets the dunk. We look over the top, and then he gets another one in the half court. I think it was was it Sam maybe that saw him and kind of kind of that diagonal pass, yeah. and he went up there and made a great finish. And then I thought Bean was really really good. We get up twenty two to nine, drills those two threes, gets you know another double double, five offensive rebounds, and um, and then I mean even at the end he gets that steal, and so um, it was exciting to see, and we were able to find a way to win and. At the end of the day, we hold a team to 59 points, 37%, and we did that, and they made 12 threes. Yeah. Like, when a team makes 12 threes, that's hard to overcome. They were 9 of 21 in the second well, half. Well, they banked in the one. You know, yeah. they were really on attack, and I thought they were in a good good rhythm, and they went to kind of the pick-and-pop stuff with Grimes, and he's capable of doing that. And um, uh, it's funny because in film today, I went back and looked over the last five games. In the last three games, he was 0 for, I believe he was 0 for 3 from the three, the last three games. And yeah. all of a sudden, he makes the one in the first half to go to the pick-and-pop stuff. He drills two in a row. And, um, and so missed a big one late. But um, we had to make some adjustments with that. I thought our zone was pretty good for that, that limited stretch. And then they kind of got us a couple times, so we switched out of that. But they were throwing some haymakers from the three. But we never gave up the lead. We called the timeout, obviously, when we were up one. And uh, just really proud of finding a way. It just felt like this game was going to be the kind of grinder game that it was. And if you look at the history, you know what? We played them five times Yeah. last year. I think six of the last seven times the games have been decided by three points or less or overtime. And so it's just one of those deals, kind of like when we play Boise. Uh, I'm just doing some quick math here, but you look at Robinson and Grimes, they're two bigs, and Robinson hit a three on you. But overall, if you take out their three-point shooting, they're they're essentially uh, two for seven from two tonight in that game. You know, and so they weren't getting a lot of because if you look at Grimes, Grimes, you know, was oh, you're saying from with two. the rest of the guys, yeah, I got you, yeah. You know, and so so they weren't getting stuff in the paint against you, and I guess that's back to Nimi and 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 Bean and how good they were in the paint tonight. Well, last five games, you know, they're they're three and two in the last five games, not counting tonight, and they lost on a last second shot to UNLV yeah. at UNLV, and and so they have that ability with their guards. They they I mean they got guys that can make some plays off the bounce, and they can space you, and and they were trying to do that some, and you know number four throws in a really difficult three. They you got to give them credit; they made some tough shots. But um, and and over the last five games, they were averaging making nine point eight threes a game. Yeah. So it's kind of what they do, right? And and certainly you're going to play better at home. And we gave you know we had a chance to bury him, and unfortunately we didn't. But um, we were able to find a way to win and kept them off the free throw line. They only shot thirteen free throws and went seven for thirteen. And I was really disappointed in our our ability to defense a rebound in the first half. They got two offense rebounds on missed free throws. I don't think they made us pay on those, but they still got them. And then Grimes has three offensive boards, so they had five offensive boards in that first half. And we got after our guys because that's not good enough. Like, that is unacceptable. And we held them the one the whole second half. And so I thought that was key to just keep them one and out. And, by the way, your offensive rebounds, you had 13. You turned those into 17 points on second-chance points. That's huge. I didn't know that. I know we had 13 offensive rebounds, and Bean had a couple big ones early in that yeah. game. And, obviously, he has five for the game, and Kata has three more. And um, and Diogo, you know, Diogo is Diogo's kind of been a little bit of an unsung hero. Not, I wouldn't say unsung because it's easy to see he's playing at a yeah. very high level right now. And, he always, you know, we were sending three back tonight again just to – to make sure they wouldn't get loose in us in transition. I think they had a three in transition. I got a dunk in transition. But we just wanted to say beat us in the half court. 
And um, so for us to be able to have 13 offensive rebounds while yeah. sending those guys back and not really getting hurt too bad in transition, uh, I thought was key. But Diogo comes over to me. Maybe you saw this at probably like the seven-minute mark. He's like, Coach, um, number well, – I won't say the number, but so-and-so has guarded me. I know I can get him on the offensive glass. He goes, if I see a lane, are you okay if I go? And I look at Diogo, I'm like, if you see a lane, go. If not, get your butt back because I know what he's going to do. He's going to go every time because yeah, yeah. Diogo is always going to choose the let's be aggressive, which is good. Like, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, we need to cut off his half-court passes, though. The alley-oops. Yeah, like Diogo. And, and my, our assistant, Eric Peterson, is like, once a game. He's got to do it once a game, you know. Yeah. Like, like, just stop with that. But uh, I'm so proud of how he's playing. He's playing really good basketball tonight. And it's a shot in the arm. He made two huge threes in that second half. And, and I think we're – Knock on wood, I'm really hoping that we're starting to turn the corner shooting at 9 for 22, which yeah. isn't, like, exceptional, um, but it's still 40.9%. Yeah, you'll, you'll take 40. We'll take that uh, every day of the week. Um, I, I know I know you don't like to brag, and, and you don't have to brag about this, but I think it shows the kind of players you've had at South Dakota and here at Utah State, the staff you've had. Um, but to get to 200 on your career, that's a, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Well, thank you. And yeah, it means you've been around for a while. <laughs> but you're right, man. Uh, um, it's funny. Uh, somebody texted me, like a, a former assistant of mine at Mayville, and uh, and we had great kids. I mean, unbelievable kids at Mayville. We the year before we got to Mayville, they had won one game. And our first year we got to the national tournament. Second year, Elite Eight, and the fourth, third year playing the national title game. We had a great group. And I know nobody. Oh, it's any like no. That was like some amazing uh, days. In South Dakota, same thing. We had just, and, and obviously here, you win with integrity, you win with talented people, you win with uh, character, and you and you got to have some talent. But when you yeah. have a six-month season for everybody to stay together through ups and downs and thick and thin and all that, you better have great character. And I've been so blessed to coach great groups of kids, great young men, unbelievable coaching staff that's all in. And, and honestly, the other part of it is having a great administration where they believe in you, they got your back. I've worked for three incredible athletic directors that that always have our back, and that means a lot when you're a young coach, when you yeah. got started at 31, and, and now I won't say my age, but I'm getting a little bit older, and it's getting a little bit harder and a little more stressful, but um, it's all about the people you surround yourself, and I've been so amazingly fortunate. And the last thing um, is just your family. Yeah. And you've been doing this thing for, I think, 24 years now. And i got an amazing wife, um, Darcy, and i got four incredible kids. And it's a lifestyle. It's 24-7, 365. But at the same time, I always say it beats working for a living. <laughs> it's better than digging ditches. It, yeah, no doubt. Hey, so congratulations. you got a great crew. Thank you, Scotty. You got it. Go Aggies! Let's do go. this stretch run Wednesday night. Hey, get to the Cowboys. Get to Utah State Aggies. Get those tickets. Uh, this team deserves uh, a couple sellouts, especially uh, on that final game of the year against San Jose State on senior night. And, and yes, and it'll be senior night, but we just have such a great group but and a great group of seniors. And when I say seniors, Sam Merrill, Diogo Brito, Abel Porter is a junior eligibility-wise, but he's going to be done with his second degree in Roche. And, and that's such a great group, so – uh, hopefully we can get a full house and, and make it happen down the stretch. Great. Great stuff. All right. Thanks, Scotty. Go Aggies. Final final in this one. Utah State gets it done. 71-59, 21 wins on the season. 
and uh, back at home coming up next week. You've been listening to Aggie Basketball. Big thanks to everyone who helped us out on tonight's game. Uh, Alex Lundberg back in studios as the Aggies get the W. Uh, remember, Discount Tire with locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. Uh, they are the presenter of the uh, post-game show right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And by the way, uh, Sam Merrill, tonight's Sports Academy and Racket Club player of the game. 24 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Your Sports Academy player of the game. Back at you, back at with you on Monday. Remember, uh, it'll be the coaches show coming up on Monday with Craig Smith at uh, Old Chicago, and then back into the Spectrum next week with a uh, game against Wyoming. Big one tonight, final in this one, 71-59, and you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford, Go Further, SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged, America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need, and by New York Life, be good at life. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.